Breaking news. This is a special edition of the Scottish Liberty Podcast on Thursday the 29th of September 2016. And we will be discussing the Trump-Clinton showdown. The uh, shit show. The shit show. The fucking shit show that was the Trump-Clinton showdown. And uh, we, Anthony and I, stayed up to watch it. We had a romantic evening uh, with popcorn and pizza. Well, we didn't have popcorn. At Tom's house. We went to Tom's house, mate of ours. And, uh, you know, normal people go and watch a, a boxing match or a football match. We went to watch at two in the morning. Uh, sad indication, indictment of our lives. We went to watch the Trump-Clinton shit show. And uh, I mentioned boxing matches. Let me just say... I've heard a lot of different analysis of this uh, Trump-Clinton uh, presidential debate. The first, I believe, of four. And unless there's a serious Rocky-type montage goes on in the next week, it looks like Clinton might, in my opinion at least, wipe the floor with Donald Trump again. Uh, I found it embarrassing. He seemed like a guy who hadn't done an ounce of prep. I mean, I mentioned boxing matches. If it had been a boxing match, they'd have stopped the fight. I think Donald Trump's seconds would have threw the towel in because he was getting pummeled. He never laid a glove on her. People are blaming the referee. Stephen Molyneux, amongst others, are saying that the guy who moderated the debate was biased. Yeah, well, you know, guys, what's fucking new? Man up here. You know it's going to be biased. Trump should have known it was going to be biased. He's a businessman. He's trained in these sort of things. He should have known how to bring the debate back on track and bring it around to his uh, his point of view. He wasn't good at responding. Personally, I found it cringeworthy. Yeah. One of the worst things about it is whenever the moderator grilled him on some indiscretion, he spent ages and ages speaking about it instead of just coming out with a soundbite like, those are the circumstances that happened, blah, blah, happened. Yeah. Now, moving on, here's my policy. Yeah. In fact, he hardly really expressed that many policies. Nope. He didn't respond well to criticism. A lot of the time, he was bumbling for ages yeah. and he didn't waffled. say a single damn thing, no. right? If he's serious and he's got serious positions, which at times I wonder about, because he's been inconsistent on so many issues. I don't even mean since time immemorial. We know he's changed his position on abortion, gay marriage, all sorts of things. That's fine. I don't mean that. I mean during the campaign itself. Yeah. And sometimes not in a good way. He said something which is quite radical, which was that the US should reconsider its membership in NATO, mm -hmm. which was set up during the Cold War to ensure that if nukes fell, they fell in Europe, not America, right? It's an outdated alliance. But when he's questioned on a radical position like that, he backpedals, oh no, and he softened, he softened his position on NATO. Yeah. In most instances, like if you look at something like Law and Order, you could basically fill the spaces in between where he said Law and Order with blah, 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 and it would not have diminished it in any way. That's basically what he said. Law and order. Waffle, 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 waffle. Law and order. Waffle, waffle, waffle. I believe in law and order. Waffle, 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 waffle. That's basically how it went. 
As for his fucking economic policy, shall we have a brief listen to his economic yeah, policy? Let's, have a listen. let's listen to uh, uh, Trump's entire platform. That's basically Trump's entire economic platform. That's 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 what he said. They took our jobs, uh, those lousy Chinese and those Japanese and you know dirtyies, jockeys, whatever, everybody, anybody else. That's his entire platform, and I guess that plays to a certain type of gallery. But he he didn't really back up anything with facts or figures, and out of the two of them. His cage was clearly rattled a couple of times by Clinton. He never really rattled her cage, or not visibly, at least, no. throughout the whole debate. So, I think there, there are some libertarians who are very pro-Trump, and there's some who think he's the lesser of two evils. I know that Reason Magazine and Foundation for Economic Education are strongly against him. And I know that our views on this might rattle some of those libertarians, mm. and I'm happy well, that's to have great. them come back to us yeah. and tell us what's so fucking great about Trump, right? I think it's obvious from the way that we're framing this show, at least I think it should be, that we had or even or have a perception that he's the lesser of two evils. I mean, I, I've certainly thought that up till now. And well, I can't stand Hillary yeah, Clinton. You but know. that's just because Hillary Clinton is so bad, yeah. right? And there are things that are good about Trump, right? Yeah. He stood up to the media, and my favourite thing about him is that he's destroyed the GOP establishment and the neocons yeah. who have been saying they're for a small government for time immemorial and keep on increasing the size of government. He's the only person that if he wins will both make neocons and social justice warriors cry at the same time. And, you know, I'd like him to win just to see that. Yeah, I'd like him to win just to piss Nicola Sturgeon off. Because this is a guy that she tried to ban from Britain and ban from Scotland. Good luck with that one if he's the president of the fucking most, the strongest um, uh, military power in the world. But what I find with with Clinton... I mean, like, here's the thing. People say, okay, what's Trump going to do when he gets in? You know, he's going to do this, he's going to do that. I've no idea what he's going to do, but I do know what Clinton has done. That's demonstrable. I mean, she's a war hawk. There's no question about that. He's visibly better than her on foreign policy. I think a good thing about Trump is he doesn't need it. I don't think he feels like he needs to be president. He's gone in there and taken some very unpopular positions, right? Mm -hmm. And tolerated being called a bigot and a racist and a sexist and every name under the sun. Every name under the sun, right? So I don't think he's just doing it for personal aggrandizement, despite what his left-wing critics might say. I think that he looks at politics and thinks, these guys are a bunch of idiots, I could do a better job, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that is a good reason to do something. I think that's a good reason to go into politics, because you think you can do it better than the people who are doing it. So on that point, I think he's a better candidate. I do like that he's out of the establishment. 
But in a way, it's also his downfall because he doesn't have any political philosophy whatsoever. Or he doesn't see, if he has, yeah. he keeps it well obscured. His idea seems to be like, I'm a smart guy, yeah. I'll figure it out. And that's kind of authoritarian. Yeah. On that, there's a bunch of positions he's taken which I think are terrible. He said that torture works, he's for waterboarding. He says he'd bomb the shit out of ISIS at least twice, and when he says ISIS, he means Syria, as though we've not dropped enough bombs in Syria already so far, as though that's worked, right? Mm -hmm. He said Snowden should be hung as a traitor. He's lied about being against the Iraq war, as we know from the clip from Howard Stern. Sorry, Ford, they had the... Yeah, yeah. he says he was always against the Iraq war. That doesn't sound like it's the case. It sounds like he used to be for it, and then he changed his position, right? He's Fair not, enough. Okay, that's yeah. great, but as long as he owns it, yeah. he says, I was kind of for the war, but, you know, well, Hillary Clinton's worse, because yeah. she voted for the war. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that Hillary Clinton's a better candidate. She's a terrible candidate, but that doesn't change the fact that he's not got a good record in civil liberties, he seems to think that the biggest threat to the world is Iran getting the nuke, even though all the stuff they said about Iran getting the nuke has been debunked by people like Stock Scott Horton, who's okay. a great libertarian uh, from antiwar.com. Now he wants this stop and frisk stuff, where the police can just stop and frisk people at all times. And I think that's probably the list of things that I don't like about Trump leading up to this debate. That being said, maybe one of the reasons I'm so incensed and passionate and angry is I was really hoping he'd fucking go to town in Clinton. Yeah. And to all you pro-Trump libertarians out there, you could have wiped the floor with her. You're more intelligent. You know more about political philosophy. You know more about politics than Trump is. And I promise you, Libertarians are highly intelligent people. Almost any one of us amongst us being up there would have pummeled her. And he was god-awful. So that's my rant. What do you have to say? What do you have to add? Yeah, I think that's what really pissed me off, or really burned my toast black, uh, was the fact that I expected... I didn't expect a lot from him. Um... The thing is, she wasn't good. No, she wasn't. She made her look good. You know? Um, she had, she didn't really have much more to say than him, other than, I'm better than you are because I've been in government for a long time and I know what I'm doing and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. The sea hag wasn't really that good at all. No, she wasn't. But he handed his own ass to her on a plate, not once, twice, several times. All night. Uh, and like you say, Danny, it almost makes you believe the conspiracy theories hmm. that he's some sort of stooge. I mean, let's face it, he did finance Clinton's campaign before, way back in the day. And you'd think to say, well, look, you know, is, is this guy in here just to make a clear path through, you know, for, for Clinton to get the presidency? I really don't know. But that performance was over. Like I say, if it was a boxing match, They'd have, they'd have stopped the fight. It was really that poorly executed. And you're absolutely right, Anthony. Any libertarian, without a, a, a single bit of hubris, 
I could have done better in that debate. No, With my limited knowledge of US politics, I could have done better in that. Any high school student who's in a debating society, briefed, you know, given a, a half hour or an hour's briefing before that debate, could have done better in that debate. It's not like she pulled surprises out her ass. No. You know, this was stuff that he should have been up to speed on and been ready with an answer. And he fumbled, he waffled, and it just wasn't good enough. And if he, he's going to really have to up his game uh, between now and the next debate. Because if it goes similar to that one, I can, I can see him losing a lot of support. Okay, sure, there's a lot of blue-collar guys out there who'll be saying, you know what, he's not as slick as her, but we don't need another slick politician. We need one of the guys. We need a guy who has a beer and you know agrees with us to do digger jobs. Um, and talking about that, Anthony, what what do you what do you say to this? You know, do digger jobs. Right. That that was the whole. That's his whole economic policy. Right. This is explain our... why China didn't take their jobs. Explain why they gave them away, or actually just explain it in your own on your own way. Okay. So this is. One of the things that Trump actually sounds strong on yeah. is his American nationalism, his American exceptionalism. And this is my problem with Trump. Even when he's coming across strong in that debate, he's wrong, right? Saying that China dumping steel at the low market rate in America is bad for America yeah. is like saying your neighbour giving you their lawnmower is bad for the economy. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's no different, right? Yeah. Okay, some jobs might be lost in steel, but all of the industries in America that rely on steel are getting cheap steel. Yeah. What's more, as steel becomes more scarce, Absolutely. the price of steel will go up there is more steel in the yeah, American soil. They should be soil. stockpiling it right now. They should now. be stockpiling it. So that's just dumb, right? Dumb, dumb, the, dumb, dumb. Exactly. The other thing is that just because someone puts tariffs on your goods doesn't mean you should put tariffs on their goods. Mm. That's dumb. All that means is, okay, well, they're not benefiting from getting cheap stuff from you. Why is it going to benefit you to put a 30% tariff on goods from China so everyone in your country doesn't get cheap shit anymore? That is not going to be good for America. The idea is that America should have manufacturing jobs. Well, there's something called comparative advantage in economics. And that means that every country is better at doing particular things than other countries. Yeah. America's comparative advantage is not in manufacturing. That doesn't mean they shouldn't have any manufacturing. In certain things, they might do it very well. But broadly speaking, because it's an advanced economy, the price of employing people is high, which means it's not a great place for manufacturing. Mm -hmm. It's a good place for people who can work with their minds. It's got a high education level. Okay, the public schools are terrible, and it costs a fortune to go to uni because the government... But that could all be fixed. Mm. That could be fixed with less government. It's because it's a rich country, it's not got an advantage when it comes to manufacturing. And there should be a migration of their economy towards intellectual work that uses people's minds and things like that. 
that's just what you've got to do when you've got high wages. His protectionism, all of his arguments against free trade have been destroyed by the classical liberal economists, yeah. including my hero Bastia. So he does sound strong on those, but only because he's a pandering to the lowest common denominator, which is American jobs for American pe- workers and all that stuff that you've heard before, which is just like silly nationalism and really it's not clever. It's not economically clever. He's good on saying that NAFTA's a pile of shit. Yeah. But, but then any government negotiating exactly. trade agreements are a pile of shit. Why, why is the government getting involved in trade agreements? You know, why, just let... <laughs> fucking hell, how simple is this? You fucking sell coffee, right? Somebody in another country wants to buy your coffee. You give them coffee, they give you money. And you arrange your own transportation arrangements. Where does the government come into that? You know? Mm. Where does tariffs come into that? Why? Because the government wants to wet its beak. So the government puts the tariffs and barriers in place to start with and then says, don't worry, we'll negotiate a deal to get rid of these tariffs and barriers. Well, you put them in there in the first place, you fuckwits. Yeah, and we should be trying as much as possible to buy as much stuff as possible from the poorest countries in the world yeah. because it's good for us to get cheap goods and it's good for people in the poorest countries in the world to get our custom so there's nothing there's no disadvantage to free trade any more than there's a disadvantage yeah. to mechanization people think that mechanization loses jobs yeah. but any one of us could benefit from having our own gardener hairdresser butler chef and so on so the more that these jobs are done by people with in poor countries, the cheaper we get our stuff, the more money we've got to spend on going for a massage or to the chiropractors yeah, or medical treatment. Uh, yes, all that stuff. So there's nothing wrong with people picking our jobs <laughs> across the whole economy. Nominally, it might harm some people, but are you going to hold the whole country to hostage? Yeah. To ransom for the benefit of a few. So I'm really looking forward to hearing from libertarian fans of Trump because I know you guys are out there. Yeah. All I'm going to say is most of Trump's critics are dumb as fuck, okay? They're social justice warriors. They just say he's racist, he's sexist. He's got stupid hair. He's, got, he's homophobic. He's boisterous. Someone needs to do a reasonable analysis, a reasonable critique of Trump. And I haven't been seeing it, so that's why we've Tom got Woods to do Tom Woods is possibly it. the only one. Yeah, Tom Woods has done a good job, but I don't think he's gone into as much detail as we have. I mean, he ain't no... You know, guys, wake up here. Trump ain't no libertarian. I know you think he's the lesser of two evils, and that might be the case, but the lesser of two evils is still an evil. We should focus on the fact that Gary Johnson, regardless that he's not in the debates, is riding at what? 11%, 12% in the polls? I think it's 10 but that's okay, still, but still that's unprecedented for a libertarian. Yeah, and he's not a great libertarian. No. But the point is, I mean, that is still something to celebrate. That has never happened before. Yeah. When I became a libertarian, no one in Scotland knew what a libertarian meant. I think it's fantastic that Trump's broken down the media 
but he's already made that gain. Now, if he gets in, I'm going to hope that we're going to see him pick some good free market advisors. He is a businessman. Hopefully, he'll surround himself with good people. Because so far, right, okay, he's supposedly smashed the neocons up. But who's he surrounding himself with? Newt Gingrich, Rudy Giuliani, Ben Carson. They're neocons. Yeah. Unless they've had a massive change of heart over the last couple of years. A relation of mine is from the States. And he was of the opinion that Trump has whipped Hillary's ass. Really? He wasn't watching the debate you were watching. Well, that's what I thought, but here's what he had to say. Hillary was everything the Repubs wanted her to be. Stiff, staring at copy on the page, Trump won with the everyman approach. Most of what he said were lies, but that didn't come across. (laughs) Do you think, people out there, that Trump won the everyman card? Well, everyman's an ignorant, inarticulate fuck. Well, I mean... There are a lot of ignorant, inarticulate people. Yeah, but a lot of men isn't every man. Okay. Well, I, I, maybe it's because my, my relation is a liberal and he's voting for Clinton because he thinks she's the lesser of two evils, even though he's not a huge fan of her. She is a criminal. She should be behind bars. I'm not yeah. disputing that. But Trump's really going to have to rethink his strategy and tighten up his game because I was invested. I was invested in seeing him go out there and kick some fucking ass. And it wouldn't have been a hard job to kick her ass. No. She wasn't that good. And her ass was bare for kicking. Yeah, yeah. And, and he let everyone that was glad, whether you like him or not, you don't have to like him to be glad that he's kind of fudged the bucket mm. and uh, kicked up the establishment. Do you know what, like though? Let's suppose that you're out there and you do like Trump and you are a Trump supporter. Wouldn't you want somebody like us to say, listen, dude, that was a terrible performance. You're capable of better. You were capable of going out there and absolutely trouncing her and you didn't do it. Why would you want him to continue along the same vein, waffling, spouting inanities, you know, and kind of just harping on the same thing? And not even something very basic. When they pulled the sea hag up about her fucking emails, she'd done a very simple but effective thing. She said, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. Right? Right. Trump, on the other hand, when they pulled him up about the birthing issue, he just waffled. Instead of saying, do you know what? I got that wrong. I got it wrong. At the time, in good faith, I believed that it was an issue. I believe some bad advice that I got. And after I I knew the truth, I still went on. Do you know what? I should have let it go. It was a mistake and I've learned from it. Instead of doing that, he just waffled. But, and, and that's so bad because that keeps the focus on him for longer. Yeah. Every time they pulled him up on a criticism, he bumbled for ages. That's planting that criticism in the public mind because he's talking about it for so long. I actually posted as a Facebook status, I didn't believe the hype that Donald Trump was nothing but a bumbling idiot, but I do now. That's how angry and disappointed I was at his performance. Other than he doesn't really have to do much to up his game. She's going to be smug and self-satisfied now. I think it shouldn't take... 
God almighty, I think a decent hour's briefing before that debate could have helped him. I think possibly the man's self-confidence and arrogance is his own enemy. He needs to start listening to some advisors. He doesn't have to be slick. He doesn't have to be a New York lawyer. He doesn't have to play the same game as Hillary. He just has to start boxing a little cleverer than he is and making a case and coming up with some policies. That's really all he has to do. And stop waffling. Donald, where's your trousers?